live from the ESPN 690 and Jaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Hey, welcome back. Spring Sports Brewery here in Springfield. We'll hang out here every Thursday. We have Jaguars All Access coming up at 7 o'clock, so come on out. Uh, we will have the show on Fox 30, of course, and uh, Shaq Griffin will join us after the Jaguars get the big win and a heck of a defensive performance. Brent Martineau here, Austin Lane, former Jags player, current MMA fighter, uh, here in the Action Sports Shack studio as well. And yesterday we're talking skateboarding, Austin, as the world championships are around, oh, around yeah. town this week. Yes. Well, now let's go surfing. Yes. How about that? You like, you've skateboarded. Have you surfed much? Love skateboarding. Don't do the surfing scene. Don't like the ocean. But I respect it, Brent. I love watching it. I love checking it out. But I don't, I don't do it myself. If you went, like, uh, NFL player, MMA fighter, and surfer, now that would add to the resume, which is already pretty unique. Hey, we're all good skateboarding, though, right? Don't need to go surfing. Appreciate all right, well, it, let's though. go to the pro then. And we bring in Carissa Moore right now, Olympic gold medalist from the Tokyo Games, five-time World Surf League champion. She joins us on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. I think she was in the water in Jack's Beach earlier today for the big event coming up this weekend. Hello, Carissa. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, right, we're fans. Uh, uh, we, we are not experts in the surfing game. You are, and we're glad to have you. Uh, what do you think about this event coming up in Jacksonville this weekend? Uh, I am so excited to be here in Florida. This is actually my first time to the state, and Jack's Beach is just its awesome. It's already exceeded my expectations. There's been some really fun waves to warm up on. Um, I actually got to uh, partner with Supergirl, who's, who's running the contest this weekend, to put on a really fun event with my Moraloha Foundation today. So we just got off the sand, and um, I'm really looking forward to a few couple days of, of good surfing. Carissa, where are you at right now in, in terms of just your confidence? You know, coming off of a gold medal, that, that has to be just a career goal in itself, competing on the biggest stage at the Olympics. And now you're coming to Jacksonville. I mean, you, you, you landed the, the reverse air. I mean, do we call you air more? I'm not even sure. What do you have planned here for Jacksonville Beach? Oh my, oh my goodness. Um, well, I'm just, I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm actually kind of I mean, this is my off season from the championship tour, so I just I came to in, soak in the Florida sunshine and and get some fun waves here and be a part of the Supergirl event to share some aloha and um, yeah, I, I don't really have any crazy goals except to just um, go out there perform at my best and cheer on some of the rest of the field. Carissa Moore with us, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 695, time world champ, gold medalist from Honolulu, Hawaii. First time in the state of Florida. That's uh, wild. Uh, did not expect that. Obviously, th there's great surfing here, uh, but obviously Hawaii has some fantastic surfing all over the world. There's different hot spots. What, what is the scene in surfing here in northeast Florida or in the state of Florida? Like, what's, what is an outsider, if you will, uh, look at Florida and say, hey, there's some pretty good surfing. Where would you say that? Well, I, I have to be completely honest, Jack's Beach is my first and only stop I've made in Florida so far, but so far so good. This place, um, I think what's the best part so far is just the people and the atmosphere and just like, I've been welcomed with a lot of love and everyone's been kind and super cool and um, the waves have been really fun too. I've, it's a big state, so I know there's a lot of coastline and a lot of fun waves out here, so hopefully I can come back and, and, and adventure. 
Carissa, you know, being a professional surfer and growing up in Hawaii and being born there, I mean, is it like, is that the hot spot? Is that the place to learn really how to surf and, you know, uh, embrace the biggest waves is in Hawaii? Because to me, I'm from Wisconsin, so I'm used to cheese. Anywhere else I go and I try cheese, it's like, it's good, but it's not Wisconsin cheese. Is that how you kind of feel about the waves wherever <laughs> else you go uh, compared to the, the, the Hawaii waves? Hey, that's a great way to put it. I mean, you know, if you've got coastline and there's some some waves in the water, you can learn to surf anywhere. But Hawaii is really like the proving grounds. And in the surf world, that's where you want to put on a good show and, and really prove yourself. And I feel very fortunate to have grown up on the beaches of Hawaii. There's all kinds of waves from small and playful to big and powerful and challenging. So um, I get a little bit of everything at home in Hawaii. Is is that the first time cheese and surfing have ever been compared in an interview? Um, I definitely, that's the first time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, expect more of that out of Austin. Yeah, for uh, sure. For sure. <laughs> the uh, Supergirl Surf Pro event. Tell us a little bit about this. Why does it make it a big deal coming here to Jacksonville? Uh, and, and what's the opportunity like for some of these competitors coming here? Well, I didn't realize how big of a deal this event was for Jacksonville until I started talking to some of the locals where they were just expressing how excited they were to have an event of this size here at their local beach. I guess there hasn't been one here in a long time, and it's an all-girls, all-female event, and um, it carries actually a lot of weight for the girls from North America that are trying to qualify for the championship tour. It's another step towards making those dreams come true. You also talked about uh, the Moore Aloha Foundation and, and your partnership with Supergirl, and you had the event today. Uh, this looks like it's it's been fantastic what you started, and uh, it you say you're just trying to spread more love. Can you give us a little bit more about your foundation and, and what you do and how long you've been doing it and where you hope it goes? Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, my face actually hurts from smiling at the moment because <laughs> I, I've been at the beach all day with just – so many stoked little girls and they just it made my heart really full and I'm really happy but um, I started the Moore Aloha Foundation back in 2018 just with the goal of bringing young girls together in a place where they feel confident to be themselves to share inspire encourage each other to step outside their comfort zone face their fears chase their dreams really just to empower them and to share the Aloha spirit and encourage them to be kind and compassionate individuals. Chris, what, what, what I always respect about extreme sports is that athletes like yourself, you're always trying to push the limits, you know, and, and I mentioned a little bit when you landed that, that error, the air reverse, basically, and to kind of paint the picture for the casual surfing fan, I mean, she rides up this wave, catches the biggest air possible, and then comes down, kind of does like a 180, and lands it, and it really had never been seen before from a female in a, in a competition. Um, I think you got a 9.9 .9 off of that. Like, to me, it reminded me of like when Tony Hawk landed the 900, and it just it, it was groundbreaking for the sport of skateboarding, just like your trick was groundbreaking for the world of surfing. What's next now? Like, what's the next progression after that? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I can't take credit for being, like, this groundbreaking maneuver. I mean, it was it was very cool. Like, I was super stoked, too. But, um, you know, there's been a lot of females who have done that maneuver in the past. And mm. maybe it's not as big or on that maybe that big of a section, but it has been done before. And they, they're, females are doing it all the time, just maybe not under a 30-minute time crunch and in a jersey. Yeah. So um, I think it's just 
you know, we got to just keep bringing it out and keep pushing each other to keep making that the norm. And what's rad is, I mean, I'm looking at even the next generation and with the development of wave pools and getting the chance to train in a consistent, on a consistent canvas, the next generation of girls is just taking those aerial maneuvers, which is when you, you literally go off of the wave and then get back on the wave. It's extremely difficult because you're dealing with a moving wave, a wave that is not the same all the time in the ocean, and you're not attached to your board. And so just trying to keep all of that together in a fluid motion and the momentum to keep up the, with the wave, there's so much going on um, and a lot of risk. And so um, but just to see what the girls are doing, um, it's going to be interesting to see where the sport goes. Carissa Moore leading the way for all that next generation of girls. All right, let's leave you with this. Is, is there, like, you mentioned stoked and rad, and we mentioned all these different extreme sports terminology and some maneuvers. Uh, is there a favorite maneuver name or a favorite name in surfing that you have? Like, when you're with the kids, you were 10-year-olds today and teaching them a little bit about it. I mean, is, is, there, is there a phrase in surfing that's just like, that is so cool. I want to go say that again. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know if there's, like, a particular term, but um, I think just the idea of getting barreled, which is when you ride in the middle of a wave and the wave breaks over you and you're in the center and surrounded by the water and then you come out, it's kind of something that you just dream. Like, when you start surfing and you learn about this, you're like, that's something I want to do. Because in that moment, time slows down and you're, it's you know, Mother Nature is uncontrollable, but in that moment, you feel like you're in control, and you're in the zone, and you're at peace, and you're just present, and that's what we're all striving for. So I think the idea of getting barreled is something that every surfer uh, dreams of. That's awesome. That's uh, what I was going to say, too, Brent. Now, oh, yeah, in I Wisconsin, bet. no, I swear, but in Wisconsin, it means something different. But, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I agree with you, Carissa. <laughs> hey, Carissa, I just hope, I mean... You're way tougher than Austin. Austin played in the NFL MMA cage. He fights. He's had a fight next Sunday. But he's afraid of the ocean. Yeah, I don't so do the ocean that much, Chris. you're way tougher than him. Oh, I, I don't think so. I'm very – what you do is, is pretty intense. I don't ever want to be caught on a football field with a, any of those guys coming <laughs> running at me or in a cage. So, um, you know. We're tough in our own ways, right? <laughs> I respect that. You, well, you better believe it, Carissa. Yes, well, sir. You, you guys might be, but I'm not. Uh, Carissa Moore, have a great weekend here in Jacksonville. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us. Yeah, thanks, you guys. Have a great one. All right. That's uh, Carissa Moore, five-time world champ, Olympic gold medalist. They just brought it into the Olympics this year. I know she had to run. We could have stayed with her for a few more minutes, but uh, pretty cool that it's an Olympic sport. And when you're talking about females or, or really any, uh, I mean, male or female, the idea that there's a promised land to get to in some of these sports, I think, is really cool, Austin. Yeah. Because, like, in your world, you grew up playing football, right? Yeah. Hey, I want to make it to the Super Bowl someday. Uh, if I grew up playing baseball, I want to play Major League Baseball. I, I want to play, I'd like to go to the World Series. You know, NBA has that. Golf has that. NASCAR has this. All this stuff. Well, skateboarding has, like, the World Championships. We're seeing it in Jacksonville. Uh, skateboarding now has the Olympics. And so does surfing. And so I think... Uh, to kind of get on that grand stage and showcase the sport where not everybody might notice that the world championships are going on, but they do notice the Olympics are going on. I think it gives, like, kids something to strive for. Uh, that's what's kept – that's like the ultimate in swimming, right? And, yeah. and track and field and other sports. So I, I think it's kind of neat when – I mean, we experience that, right, with, with Kaylee. Like, she plays softball, but can you make a living playing softball down the road? 
probably not. A few do, yeah. and maybe it grows a little bit more. But uh, you don't, you can't at least strive for it at, in the moment. Like maybe Ty could strive to be a baseball player, uh, yeah. and that's my point. I think it's cool for a lot of these uh, other sports, niche sports, extreme sports, to be able to have that pinnacle to go after. No, if, if you want that pinnacle, you have to have great pioneers to show you the way. And, and you know, talking to Carissa, she's a prime example of that, right? And, and any great sport that's, that's progressed, whether it's, you know, being an Olympic sport now or just, you know, being in the skateboarding street league, like, they, they've had the, the pioneers that have kind of shown the way, and then there's young upstarts coming along. And, and that, that's the crazy thing now about social media, about... Um, you know, just the realm of sports now is that it's so accessible, all these tricks and um, all of these avenues of where you can go to learn that, you know, the next generation is starting out younger than ever and they're more talented than ever. So that helps grow the sport as well. So it's very cool to see, you know, whether it's, you know, a sport like softball, uh, you know, basketball, or if it's a kind of a niche sport like skateboarding or surfing. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, the Moore Aloha Foundation, uh, again, Carissa started in 2018. She told you a little bit about it. Uh, so check that out uh, for the girls. And they had a big event over there today at Jack's Beach. Uh, pretty wild. She hadn't been to Florida before. I think that's kind of our – it just sounds funny now when people haven't been. But she's from Hawaii. It makes some sense. Yeah, no, for uh, sure. That she hasn't been. Um, but really cool. You know what else I, I think of? We had the skateboarders on the last couple of months. We have uh, we had Carissa on for the surfing event, and I think of sometimes like being when you say like stereotypical, mm-hmm. it's like this negative connotation a lot of times, right? Yeah. Well, like I feel like when we have those folks on, like there's a stereotypical connotation of surfers or skateboarders, but it's kind of in a cool sense, you know, like uh, like you know when you get one of them the the, the competitors on, you're probably going to get stoked and rad a couple of times no for sure like, it, and that's it, it, not well, a bad thing no i mean it's a <laughs> it's a complete mindset like i mean if i could have spent my life being a professional surfer i i feel like there, there's worse things to be in this world now the ocean once again is kind of a tricky thing to me but yeah i mean you know whether it's the skateboarders that we've talked to or the surfers they're all you know laid back super cool and um that kind of goes with the sport and the environment that you surround yourself with so it's pretty cool to see well and and i think like something that that would be cool to be right it, i I've never really tried surfing, but at the same time, like, every depiction of a surfer, not every, but most, or a stereotype of a surfer is like, hey, man, it's super laid back. It's fun. They look like they're having a good time. Most of them are always smiling. I mean, you're spending time in, in the sun, in the water, you know, and you're doing these cool tricks and things like that. So it's kind of like a, I think it's a cool stereotype. No, without a doubt. It's, um... I think, I mean, it's all about the attitude, right? And uh, I think to kind of have that laid-back vibe, um, that's kind of the vibe that I grew up with with a, in a family who, you know, at the time my stepdad was a, a diehard kind of ski bum type. So that kind of washed off on me a little bit. I mean, it's really the only thing I know in terms of, you know, your demeanor and your personality. And I think that's kind of reflected on me a little bit as well of how I approach the radio sometimes and not being the most professional and being a little more casual. But I... Uh, it's all I know, man, and it's uh, to me, it's the best way to live life. Uh, absolutely. Uh, that is a good way to live life, uh, for sure. Brent Morton, no Austin. Also, and by cool. the way, I wasn't lying about the, the whole barrel thing either. 
Well, barrels of cheese? Is that what you meant? No, no, barrels of beer. We wrote the barrel of beer. So, fun fact. Oh. When, um, so, every Sunday back in, in my hometown of Owl, Wisconsin, uh, every Sunday when, before we went to church, they would play polka music. On, on like one of the top, like on the famous station. Yeah, Casey, go ahead and chalk that up. You have the, the Raw Off the Barrel of Beer song. So yeah, so every Sunday this song would come on and it's Raw Off the Barrel of Beer. You might have to fast forward a little bit. Are they, do they start singing? Yeah, Raw Off the Barrel. So basically it's referring to Raw a Barrel of Beer, Brent. Well, I want to I keep this up. Yep. Yeah, so Rolf the Barrel, getting barreled, that's uh, that's also a drinking term in Wisconsin. But it's also a surfing term. So I, I kind of laughed when she said that because that was on my mind the whole time. So, like, if you, so basically, you go to the Pico to go get barreled. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, any 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 bar in town, you, 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 go, you go to get barreled. But, but like, they still one play bar in Wisconsin, okay? It's okay. Called the okay, it's the well. I, I don't want to. I don't want no. Because I'm not going to be like that. Because I have other bars I go to too that would be disappointed if I didn't mention them as well. So I don't want to single out one bar. But yeah, they still play polka music every Sunday too back home. What was the name of that again? Roll out the barrel. Roll out the barrel. I I, I wonder. I, like Nick Luco's a hockey guy. Yep. Uh, I wonder if he's heard of that. From up there the in the Wisconsin area, and he joins us now, Jacksonville Iceman head <laughs> what coach. What a segue. I mean, it's a tremendous segue, especially if he's ever heard of it. But I don't blame him if he hasn't. Coach, have you ever heard of that? I have never heard of that, so that's a new <laughs> one for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coach, if you can work that into your um, speech tonight in the pregame <laughs> yeah, to get the guys I'll fired try. up, now that'd be something. I'll put my own mind in a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Luco joins us, Jacksonville Iceman head coach. I mean, you guys going to come back and play some games at home? I think you are tomorrow. But boy, what a start on the road! Quite a bit, including tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a grind. I think uh, I was doing the math on the bus yesterday. You know, over the last week, we've been on the bus for almost 2,300 miles and 34 hours of driving time. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's been a lot of time on the bus, but um, it's going to be great when we get to come home and have our home stand here uh, starting tomorrow night. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, how are you playing so far? I know it's very early. It's the infancy of the season. But, uh, you know, outside of the wins and the losses, what does it look like from a coach's point of view? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we started out there with the two wins. We go 2-0 and here, and then we've uh, had, a, had a few losses here. Uh, kind of got hit with the injury bug and then you know just playing on the road it's been been a bit of a grind but i like where we're at right now i think we've got a good group uh we're pretty young right now with uh with the injuries and everything i think we've had nine to ten rookies in the lineup every night so you're going to get those rookie mistakes but um you know we seem to be learning from them and you know we're, we're building on something uh you know pretty strong here Coach, well, and you mentioned you know this the, this giant road um, span right now. I mean, like, how important is it just in terms of rest? You know, like one would think like between games, you know, you guys get some good practices in, but is it more just of kind of a rest and recovery period before that next game, or how do you approach that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the last week, we haven't had one uh, one practice really. It's just trying to get the rest and recovery right now. We've had some injuries and traveling from city to city, so it's more about. Again, the proper nutrition, proper rest. Um, you know, I'm just getting to the next city right now. 
<laughs> just make sure you arrive, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I, I guess the positive spin of that, um, from a coach's point of view, is does it help build uh, some chemistry? Even though you do have some guys in and out of the lineup, but I mean, the bus trips, the the the, the lunches, the dinners, the the whatever, uh, does that does that work, or is that kind of like, uh, well, that's not really what happens on the road? No, no, I think you're totally right. I think it's good for guys to uh, get away spend time together uh you know at the hotel or you know like you said go out to lunches and dinners and get to know each other because you know there's a lot of new guys here and we're still learning off each other so um like you said it's 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 been a good you know i guess it's hard to say but it, it's, it's been a good start for us i think coach uh, nick luco with us jacksonville iceman uh, head coach for folks who haven't you get a good chance now. If you're Iceman fan, uh, if you're a hockey fan, or if you want to go see something fun to watch, uh, go check out the Iceman. They are at Greenville tonight, uh, so we appreciate Coach joining us just hours before the game. But then they hit the the homestand. That's tomorrow night against Orlando at seven. You got a ten thirty in the morning game. Be a lot of kids at that game next Tuesday morning, and then home on Wednesday, Friday as well. So next four after tonight are all home over the next week. So plenty of time to go see the Iceman. And Coach, when when folks go and see the Iceman, is this going to be like? Is a different styles or a different look to this team than maybe what they've seen in the past? I know this is your first year here, but how would you describe the style maybe that you guys play to the fans? Yeah, yeah, we like to uh, push the pace, you know, play a fast style. We got some speedy forwards up front. Um, we'll also play with some grit. So, um, you know, we like to play structured defensively and limit limit chances to the other team. I think in our home opener, um, you know, we only gave up like 18 shots or something like that. Um but, you know, good defense uh, leads a good offense there. So I think, um, you know, we try and be strong in our own end and then, you know, let our speed and skill take over off the rush offensively. Coach, am I, am I wrong to assume here? I mean, I remember that the St. Louis Blues a couple of years ago won the Stanley Cup due to, you know, their, their forwards being really two-way players. You kind of saw a trend like that in the NHL a little bit. Has that kind of taken over in your leagues as well, where you have to have these forwards that are obviously, they have speed, they have scoring ability, but that they can also play defense and get on the back check as well? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think uh, the other big thing that's coming back, which is great to see, is the grit. Um, you look at Tampa Bay, who struggled for a few years there, and then they added some toughness and, and great up front, and they'll, now they've gone back-to-back. -back. So, um, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, the fighting might be down in the league a little bit, but you still have to be tough and finish your checks and be hard to play against, and I think that's awesome to see it, uh, you know, really coming back in the game here. Nick Luco with us. Uh, we're going to let you go. you got a home game, I mean, home game tomorrow night uh, after this road game against uh, uh, Greenville, and then you have that Tuesday morning game. The, do you tell the guys, like, hey, you better get to bed early on Monday night? I mean, that schedule just throws you way off, right? I mean, it's going to be a fun atmosphere with all the kids there on Tuesday morning at 1030, but uh, how wacky is that, or is that just like a morning skate? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a little weird. Um, you know, as a player, I used to love the uh, school day games. Just, I don't know, something about it. Like, I always had some of my better games. I think I had a couple three-point nights as a player uh, playing early in the morning like that. But it's, it's nice because, you know, you're done by 1 o'clock and you got the rest of the day. I think, uh, especially as a coach now, when you wait for these 7 o'clock games, it's just a lot of waiting around and you get anxious and you just you just want to get started. So it's nice to just roll out of bed and, uh, you know, step on the bench and coach a game. If you're a player, you're rolling out of bed, putting skates right on. So um, it'll be a lot of fun on Tuesday. Hey, yeah, Coach, no I, I understand that obviously fights are down right now in the league and everything, but if you want to boost those numbers back up, go ahead and give me a call, all right? All right, all right, yeah, I'll get you. You know, we might need a 10 forward coming up here soon. We're, we're pretty depleted right now. So yeah, for sure. Out there and uh, 
throw a couple haymakers and get the crowd fired up. We'd love to have you. Consider it done. Yeah, I mean, sooner or later, you're going to push your way onto the Iceman roster, Austin. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, all you said was fighting, and all of a sudden my ears perked up a little bit. Now, skating and puck <laughs> handling, I mean, it's okay. But the fighting part I can probably take care of. Nick, just to let yeah, you know, I mean, just do it right off skate. the draw. You don't even have to move. Yeah, put some foil, <laughs> foil in, in the, you know, in the hockey gloves and everything. Wrap them in foil. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you don't, no, bro. You we don't do that anymore. Does. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I won't say anything. <laughs> hey, Nick, Nick, just to let you know, now he yeah. can skate. I mean, he's a Wisconsin guy, and he's 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 yeah. got a fight next week in the MMA. I mean, he's six six two forty five, and so you add the yeah. skates to it. I mean, this. You know, this is—he's—he's kind of legit, but probably not legit enough for you, if we're being honest. Yeah. He could be uh, another Ryan Reeves, just coming down the uh, wing there and finishing your checks on the D-man by the third period. The D-man will want to go back and touch the puck. See, I appreciate that because usually uh, I get char. I'm like, I'm not trying to play defense. I got too much speed for defense. I appreciate that, coach. Yeah. <laughs> I hey, man. It. Hey. Thanks for. Uh, I'm glad we could help kill you. Kill a little bit of time before this seven o'clock drop of the puck tonight yeah, in Greenville. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks for taking yeah, a couple minutes so and uh, good luck. Yeah, yeah, and good luck in the fight next week. It's gonna be awesome. Hey, thanks, Coach. Appreciate it, man. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right, uh, that's Nick Luco, the uh, Jacksonville Iceman coach, and got to put that foil on, Brent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, do, you, do, you, do you know? Do you know about that? Yeah, I've heard. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got a good comp, by the way. So I what? also didn't. I'm sorry. I, I also didn't know if I wanted to uh, uh, him to comment on it just in case. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> it's it's old school hockey. It's all good. Old time hockey, right there. You said good comp, Casey Reeves. Yeah, that guy doesn't really play a lot of hockey. He just beats butt, goes back to the bench, goes to the penalty box. It's a I lot like of it. just yeah. yeah good fantasy guy. Lots of hits. Uh, Lots of penalty minutes, quality, quality. That's exactly what you'd want to be. No, for sure. I'm, I'm all for if it. If you made your player in 2K, you'd be him. Uh, I mean, obviously, I the only Wings jersey that I still have that actually fits me is a Darren McCarty jersey for good reason because, you know, he was the grinder. He was the physical guy. He set the tempo. I respect guys like that. Like, you've watched the Iceman play. Like, I've seen you skate. I, I think you could go out and do that for a shift or two. Uh, yeah. Probably. Uh, seriously. Like, no, I mean, yeah, they're going to be faster than you. They're better than you. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to Thank disrespect you. them like that, but yeah. I've seen them, I've seen you on skates. Like, I think you could do that for a shift for a couple minutes, like, without people noticing, like, who the heck is that? Well, like, I, if yeah. I went out there, like, when I go play for the Jacksonville Giants, people right. are like, what the well, heck that's is this because, guy that's because you, 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 you have a GoPro strapped to yourself, and, and you're not yeah. taking it seriously. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Just serious enough to have the most points ever okay. well, by a media member well, well, yeah. in the ABA. You know, but well, once again, it was Ever. more like it was, yeah, but it was more like a feel good moment. Like, hey, let's get this guy. Like, see, I joined the team. It's like, well, wait, is he part of the team? Like, people didn't know what I was doing. They thought I actually signed to the roster. I was so well, good. That's you're Mr. Six, Thanksgiving, six. thank you very much. You're 6'6, six, six, 245. Meanwhile, there's Here this white guy, 5'10, knocking down threes, grabbing didn't stop rebounds. Larry Bird. Uh, yeah, that's me. Didn't, didn't that's stop Larry me. Bird I did. Excuse. Yeah, but Larry Seven Bird was. points. You think Larry Bird had the excuses like that? <laughs> how, many po- how many points did you have? Like total, like po- like fantasy points more than you did because I had two blocks. I had pull up the promo; it's still in. Yeah, you can I pull mean, up this promo. I'll show you hey, the tape. If, if there was an ABA FanDuel, I got like eight times back my value that night. I can't play FanDuel. Well, I have I'm nine career points. I have nine career points in the ABA. Until you top that, you in, can be in a one game or how many games? Stuffer of the how Thanksgiving ma- stuff. How, how many games, Brent? That's three. I went scoreless one game. So you're averaging three points a game in ABA. Yeah, but I went scoreless because the I game was too in close. They couldn't two, get me in. I got that in two minutes, though. 
What's the plan, by the way, if the winger gets by you on the ice? You hook at him, you tripping him, or you just hoping he misses you gotta the shot? You got to go trip him, man. That would be fun. It's Wait, fun when the guys he, trip a little bit. Go diving. Like if, if he's, he's faster, if he gets he, past me? Yeah, like I'm oh, just no. saying. I'm, I'm catch up to him. Don't worry about it. Okay. Casey, I guess you haven't seen me skate before, huh? No, I've seen you skate. Have you? Yes. Okay. But I'm, not I'm just saying. I'm not going to lie. I got a lot of looks when I yelled, I'm a 5'10 white guy. Well, and, and then that's what you get. Casey, in case you need a little refresher, go ahead and Google Pavel Burry right now, and you, you can see what I skate like. Because people have told me I look like Pavel Burry. Is that good? I don't know. <laughs> they call him the Russian Rocket. I'm yeah, Norwegian, he, but... He's a good player. I don't yeah. know. I'm trying to pull up another music bed because we're still going. Okay, sorry. Yeah, and we're can way out Can you play Roth the Barrel again? We got our FSU yeah. report. <laughs> FSU report coming up next. Uh, we have lost control of the show. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. I blame Casey. We'll be back from String Sports Brewery here in Springfield. You know, I thought offense maybe had the best Tuesday practice we've had all year. I mean, it was uh, it was impressive seeing those guys fly around. Uh, really took to the game plan. Some of the things that were that we're asking them to do this week, and uh, you know, I thought I thought the the, the focus on the fundamentals, the details, and just you know, really going out and uh, working to execute. I mean, it was it was an impressive day. That is Mike Norvell, Florida State head football coach Brent Martineau back here at Spring Sports Brewery in Springfield. Action Sports Shack Studios, filled with Austin Lane. And Casey Kurtz. Uh, let's get to our FSU report. Florida State, 3-6 and six on the season. They got three games to go. Got to win them all, essentially. But let Casey Kurtz tell us the entire story. Yeah, I will do that. And we're going to start, though. The microphone went the wrong way. Sorry about that. Uh, we're going to start with basketball because that's a thing, and we're going to keep the FSU report going. This is not just a football Activity. So if you listen to ESPN 690 at all hours of the day, which you probably should, you would have heard FSU win 105-70 to 70 over Penn last night in the opener. Four guys, all three of the four were seniors, scored in double digits. And the impressive part here is Matthew Cleveland, who was a five-star guard um, that came in the recruiting class last year. By the way, pretty weird when you look up the 24-7 uh, recruiting class for basketball, and there's three dudes. Like, that's just how <laughs> basketball works, I guess. There's, you only recruit a couple dudes, which makes sense. But, yeah, so he was one of the five stars they got. He had nine points, five rebounds, two assists in 20 minutes um, in a blowout game, which was a good job by the coaching staff to get him in as a five-star, highly-touted freshman in a game that was a blowout. So we'll, get, we'll, we'll move away from basketball, but just keep in mind that FSU and Florida will play at 1 p.m. on Sunday. That has been a rivalry recently dominated by Florida State. You got Tulane coming to FSU next Wednesday at 8 p.m., and obviously both of those games We'll be right here on ESPN 690. But now we'll shift to football and something that I think we all thought was going to happen, and that was a loss to NC State, 28-14. to 14. They are, as you mentioned, 3-6. and six. Uh, Influenza hit the program. I don't know why it's continuously being called influenza and not just the flu. So maybe I'm missing something, but that's where if you read the headlines, it will say influenza. 20 players were out, including Jordan Travis. They could not run the ball as expected. Only one point for... 1.4 yards per carry, which is not good. They did score a rushing touchdown, though, so that makes two that NC has given up this season, so that's pretty cool. Kier Thomas had two sacks. He also had one and a half against Clemson, three and a half in the last two games. He's playing well. He is a transfer go figure on that defensive line with Jermaine Johnson. And at the end of the day, NC State was just a better team. Uh, you had players out, so there was really not much you could do other than what you did. So looking ahead to this week, you've got Miami. 
the oldest rivalry for FSU. Mike Norvell talked a lot about it on the FSU Coaches Show, which you can hear on ESPN 690 on Tuesdays right after Josh Scobie, Brent Marno, and Austin Lane chatted up at Top Golf. So look for that next week. But uh, Miami had a weird start to the season. They started 2-4. and De'Eric King, who some people picked to win the Heisman, some people being me, um, he, he got hurt, and he's done for them. Manny Diaz was on the ropes. Everybody thought he was going to get fired midseason. However, they rattle off three straight wins against a very good NC State team, a very good Pitt team, and a decent Georgia Tech team. They all won by four points or less, and they all scored They scored 30 or more in all of those games, and that's mostly because of Tyler Van Dyke, who has taken over the quarterback duties for Miami. Uh, he's thrown for a hunt. 1,877 yards with 63% completion, 15-4, and four, and a 165.7 rating, which seems wow. really good. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, guy I forgot about on the Miami offense is Charleston Rambo. He was electric for Oklahoma. He transferred to Miami, and he's been great. What Just, a name, too. Right? Mm. Great name. Mm-hmm. Top 10 name. 58 yes. catches, 859, and five touchdowns. He's a very good player. And their defensive line is not too shabby either. So when you're looking at this game specifically, uh, also more and more visits are being announced for this game for Florida State. As far as I know, there are three five-stars going to be in attendance. Marvin Jones Jr., not that one, <laughs> but he is an edge rusher from Miami, so that would be interesting. Javante Barnes, who's a running back from Las Vegas, and then Kamari Wilson will be, he currently is at IMG in Bradenton. He will be in attendance as well, and more are pouring in. So Mike Norvell's trying to get everybody on campus at one time for a visit, and hopefully that works, but it seems like a bold strategy against a decent Miami team. Every Power 5 school has scored 30 or more points against Miami this season, which is interesting. Um, the problem is I don't know if FSU can keep up with that no matter who's playing quarterback, whether it be Jordan Travis Healthy or Mackenzie Milton. Uh, win in man coverage, by the way, FSU is 96th or worse in the country in yards per attempt, yards per completion, and passer rating, which means that's a very good matchup for Tyler Van Dyke and a bad matchup for FSU because he's going to be throwing it all around the field. And frankly, I think this one might get ugly. The spread is consensus FSU plus 2.5, although the money line is different in different places. Hard Rock plus 120, my bookie plus 115 and Bovada plus 110. The over-under is roughly 60-and-a-half in most places, and I think that's the only thing you can bet would be the over 60-and-a-half. There you go. That is the uh, FSU report brought to you by uh, Bono's Pit Barbecue and Willie Jules Old School Barbecue from here at String Sports Brewery. Uh, I feel like, guys, that Florida State had built a little momentum. It's okay to lose to Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson's not good this year, but it's still okay to lose. Would have been nice to get them. But now I feel like they've got to maybe beat Miami or Florida to make this kind of feel like it's turning in Tallahassee. Uh, Boston College doesn't do the trick, even though Boston College is probably good enough to beat FSU. But I feel like they got to get one of these, and this might be the most likely one to get. You know what I mean? No, I agree with you here, Brent. Um, you know, this is still a team that had some momentum rolling into these past two games. Didn't go their way. You want to end the season on a good note. You got these big recruits coming in. 
for sure this is a game that people are going to be watching, obviously, because, you know, it's kind of a tale of two directions right now. Well, actually, it's a tale of the same direction where Miami's kind of got some swag about him once again. People ready to write Manny Diaz off, and now look at him. I mean, no one's talking about him losing his job. You have the Florida State Seminoles who, you know, they're, they're playing better than what we expected when we first saw him the first couple of weeks. So you have two teams right now that are kind of finding their groove. Yeah, it's a big game for sure. For what it's worth, Brent, Miami's definitely better than South Carolina. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> that they so. are. That they yeah, are. Yeah, I know. But I do think the talent level on Florida, now who knows what the state of mind is for Florida, but the talent level is so much better. I'm not so sure the talent level at Miami is that much better. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think Miami has recruited well, and those guys just, Manny Diaz might not be the thing, but they're playing hard for him now. Maybe the quarterback change has been able to, guys like Rambo, for example, who's a receiver that wasn't getting as many targets as he should have under De'Ara King, is now being flourishing in the system. So I, maybe the quarterback change makes everybody play better and the talent gets better because obviously if you're looking on the other side with Florida in the matchup, you said they have to win one of the two. None of the quarterback play is being elevated anybody else on the field for Florida. It is for Miami. Yeah, well, that's fair. I mean, this guy's come in and done a nice job. But I, I do think they need this will be a really important win uh, for them. ESPN 690 will have your coverage. Florida State football, of course. Uh, that will happen on Saturday at 1.30. And then I believe we have the basketball game on Sunday afternoon, of course, for Florida State hoops. And the hoop team did look good. Uh, Cameron Fletcher, the transfer from Kentucky. Uh, Malik Osborne, I mean, those guys had big nights as well, so uh, really good showing in the opener for Florida State. All right, let's take a break. We come back from Spring Sports Brewery here in Springfield. Stuart Weber should join us. The latest Odell Beckham Jr. going to the Rams. Uh, that is pretty much official now, I believe, and so that's the big news. Some big-name guys in the NFL on the move. Are they just big names, or do they still have the game? We're about to find out. Cam Newton, Odell Beckham Jr. as they arrive with new teams, Carolina and the Rams, respectively. We'll be back on ESPN 690. Is that your given name, Joshua? It is, unfortunately. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a cool name until you turn like seven. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, as an adult, when people call you Josh, you're like... Yeah, whatever. I'm trying to think if I like know Austin? anybody that goes by Joshua. No, you don't. No, I don't. But it's weird that, like, Stuart, you know, Stuart Weber, actually, yeah. Sports Jacks, goes by Stuart. He doesn't want to go by Stu. No, he does not like, like it. Then you sound like a soup. That's a good so, point. Yeah. A, a, nice, <laughs> a nice hearty stew. Yeah. I don't know if that's his reasoning, but maybe well, we've got to the bottom of this. Well, what he, what he told me was that his name not is the soup. Art. Yeah. But he, he told me the first time I, I called him Stuart was that his name is Art, and he appreciates it when it's Stuart. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dude. I don't know, Weber. Maybe it's a little bit more about S-T-E-W kind of stew. No, no the, the line I've always used, and Austin almost had it. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We've it. heard it. When, when we try to avoid you saying this line. I'm saying it. When you call me Stu, it takes a piece of art out of my name. That's what it and, was. And, and, and we don't want that to happen. It's just awful. It is, but it's... It's been it's been rocking for like 30 Can years. Can I call you? 30 years I don't know. You, you I say mean, that line like three times a year. I don't know how you've made it this far. Yeah, I, it, it's <laughs> been it's been great. It's, it's also, also still single, but you know here we are. <laughs> so you know maybe that's got something to do with it. Who knows? Maybe I should, Kill the maybe line. I should, 
change, I would, the law. Change, <laughs> change all the profiles to just say Stu now. Is no, that going to help? I think, uh, I think you know, whether you're on Tinder or whatever you're, you're, you're rolling with these days, or even on Twitter, it should be Hardy Stu. Hardy Stu. Hardy Stu. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's uh, great. You're Love going that. for World Wide Web, or maybe Hardy Stu is where it's at, man. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Is World Wide Web up there with the consideration? I mean, that's... Because uh, I'll tell you right now, no. You don't love World Wide Weber? <laughs> no. We're, we're all set, dude. Dude, okay. Party Stu, please. By all the right. way, let us know anyway. What is the dating game these days? Is it Bumble? Is it, it Tinder? Is it... Uh, what do we got? <laughs> What's up, Brent? You okay? It's, uh... Everything, everything good at home? <laughs> everything. I think everything's fine. Okay. Uh, because you, you, you're talking about bun cakes a couple days ago, and all of a sudden you guys are on the rocks? We all good? Okay. Bun cakes is the hot <laughs> app these days, by Hinge. the way. Hinge. Bun Bud cakes could bring us together, by the way. Um, What's the one where you, the girls got to ask the guys out? That was like bump, a, that was Bumble. Sa Sadie Hawkins dance, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, is that one still big? I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, th that one's the way to do it, I think. Yeah, that was because good. It takes the pressure off the guy, and then the sure. girls don't, you know, get creeped up by all these creepers out there. They're going to get creeped out no matter what. Yeah, that's true. Let's, let's be honest. Pe pe people lie. Online dating. So it's called, so Hinge, Hinge. is the latest? Yeah. Hinge. Hinge. Like, what? How do these keep popping up? Is this like a like a cryptocurrency? Like you just kind of well, refine people keep on being version? single, Brent. What, 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 what do you think was going to happen? <laughs> it's like, but you know, like crypto world is like Bitcoin. Okay, we're going to make Bitcoin even better. It's Ethereum. We're going to make that even better. It's this. It's like, is that kind of what the the dating apps are? Yeah, I mean, they're all different in their own different way. Yeah. They, they're evolving, as is the world. I mean, have you seen the divorce rates these days in this climate? Of course, there's going to be dating apps. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't think it takes a climate for a divorce rate to be high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it takes, man. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I good and I'm happy. Living. I'm not saying anything. So how about yeah, the sports? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to the Rams. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, Thoughts? Would you add Odell Beckham Jr. back? Oh, do I have him on my fantasy team still? Or did I drop him? Should I now play Odell Beckham Jr. on my fantasy team if I have him? I don't know. Van Jeffers is probably not happy. Yeah. Or the yeah, other Rams so. guys. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose a lot of catches to uh, Robert Woods diva, owners in, in shambles diva, right now. A diva who's gonna demand that he gets a certain amount of targets. Can you imagine Jalen Ramsey and him on the same team? I was thinking of that in practice, though. That I hope they really fight good. in practice and both break their hands and are out for the year. Yeah, but, oh, my God. Yeah, but we're not going to see it because they still, I mean, all the, the stuff that's going on in Las Vegas, the least you guys could have did was release the Hunter Renfro footage, but they mm -hmm. never did that either. No. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't do that. Because it probably never happened. It was probably an urban, yeah, urban legend. Did you guys see, actually, I, I didn't know this, but next week's like the first indie mid-season installment of Hard Knocks? Oh. Is that when it's starting up? Yeah, so does that, I would assume that Jazz would be schedule. a part of that. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It depends. I mean, I would, I would assume so. I don't know how long the cameras have been there, I guess, what I'm getting at. Like, I don't know if they've yeah. been, this is going to be like a compilation of the first eight games. But you would think if it's in season, it would probably be pretty current up to date. You would I hope. I would think so. I, yeah. I, I would think, yeah, why would you go revisit everything, right? Maybe I mean, a little bit. But yeah. I mean, what is there to see the first eight weeks? Carson Wentz's ankles swollen? Like, that's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can get. Yeah. Uh, now you can see Jonathan Taylor running wild. There you hey, go. Hey, Weber, don't go anywhere. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I really didn't contribute really anything, anything yet, so, um, yeah, well, I actually, figured I would stick around right, for a little so bit. All right, so Hinge and Bumble, thanks. Yeah, we'll see you yeah. later. Just uh, really providing some good good quality <laughs> stuff here. Bumble, Bumble and a little soup. Yeah. Uh, hearty, for the hearty soul. Stew. All from Stewart. Yeah. Worldwide Weber. Great sports breweries where we're at football at five. You discuss in the break. We'll be back and talk more football on ESPN 690.
If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. 